that does sound sucky. But, you know, it's Final Fantasy VII Remake, and it made us have to play it several times. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the biggest one I'm going to have to do is I have to beat, uh, I have to go back into a different chapter and beat it, which I would have done first had I known yeah. that that was, the, um, that was one of the unlock mechanics for the last one. Yeah. Welcome to AOA Gaming episode 70. I'm your podcast host, Perry, and today I have Jason, as you heard him talk about some Final Fantasy 7. What's up, y'all? I have Stone, he's here. Yeah. And we also have Cove. It's just a four of us today. Jen's out. Hope she's okay for today. Um, if you're not familiar with the way we do things here at AOA Gaming, we look at video games in a way that they might be in relation to the gaming community and developers and how we're still trying to bring this positive life during these hard times. I hope you're still start staying safe still as we start uplifting. We might be doing a podcast in person soon. Who knows? <laughs> so, with that being said, guys, how you been? Good. Pretty good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. How is your house hunting hmm? and playing Call of Duty? House hunting, Call of Duty. Both of you actually, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well get them, get them houses while y'all can. <laughs> yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Cove, how you been? Good. Just uh, trying to get the house in order so that way I can go back to work on Tuesday. Will you go back on Tuesday? Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> Unfor- unfortunately. <laughs> I enjoyed my vacation, but it's time to be a contributing member of society. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I only know when they're going to allow us to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, I've worked since it started, so yeah. no, no real change for me. Yeah, yeah same here. Because like, we're in cubicles, so it's just like everything's like bunched up together, and with the whole six feet distance thing, it's like you're not really six feet away. You might be six feet away with a cubicle wall between you, but more like five foot nine inches. Well, not on the other... Cubicles are tiny, man. Yeah, but on the other side of it, though, it's not six feet because they're facing the other way, you know? Uh, Well, they're facing your direction sometimes. So... Run away. So our manager was... Our manager's when I was training this week was just like... Just enjoy the ride. No time soon. I was like, okay. <laughs> I can't believe that you're training this. They, that they want you to train more people. Oh, gosh. It's not fun. <laughs> not fun. They said seven more people. I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> We're supposed to be getting busy, but hey. Very good say. So, what have you guys been playing this week? There wasn't a ton of news this week besides all the obvious ones. Hey. The announcements of announcements. Yeah, the announcements of announcements that were disappointments, you know? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I finished Final Fantasy VII, finally. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? Behind here. I liked it a lot. I like mm-hmm. the end of it and where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like... Uh, I like that it, it it's uh, leaving itself open. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. That's cool, that's cool. They did say, though, like, expect Final Fantasy VII, so it's just, like, as is. But, like, well, at the, I mean, that ending, it's like, huh? What do you mean? <laughs> well, it's, it's the start of the, you know, that that journey, so we'll we'll see how it all pans out. But they're, they're saying that they're allowed to take liberties if they want, but, you know, for the most part, it's going to be the same. Mm-hmm. 
<sighs> I don't know. Point of that final bit there. Yeah, it was like because the way it ended, it was just like, okay, this is it. Like once you get off the bike, that's it. That's the end of the game. And they add it more. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that at the end. I wasn't expecting to face it for all. You know. <laughs> it's cool though. Yeah. Gosh, I, I don't like that fight at all. <laughs> no. It's quite annoying. Maybe when I'm at level 99 on disc 3 or 5 or whatever. Right. <laughs> It'll be fun. <laughs> uh, Jason, what you been playing? Uh, well, I stream Call of Duty uh, all week. Mm-hmm. And between that and playing a little bit of Persona in the afternoons before I go to work. That's pretty much my uh, my whole day. Cool, cool, cool. Cove, which one? Uh, Sorry, bro. Continue. Continue. I just, uh, I, I just started playing a little bit of Final Fantasy, or a little bit of uh, Persona, so I'm not like super hard, or super far past it, but mm -hmm. you know, I'm trying to get through it, but it's just going to take me a, a bit longer. Boy, I just beat the third palace uh, early last week. Yeah, last week. I've been knocking them out like on a weekly basis with palaces. So, oh, well, that's good. So, I know our friend Carter uh, is actually almost at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only game Carter's playing right now. Though. Oh, well, I thought maybe if you guys were streaming seven days, he would be on playing that. So, oh yeah. Yeah. Of course, we didn't play on uh, Thursday. Yeah. Um. But no. Um. He's actually been super helpful because, like, I told him, like, look, bro, I played for, uh, my first time through not knowing what I was doing, and I still feel that way. He's been super helpful. It's, it's like because that was game, that game was like three years ago, and I'm replaying it. I'm like, I want to get the max out of this of uh, this time. Yeah, it's you really gotta pay attention a lot to social links, William, so you can't screw those up. Yeah, well, this is my question to you then. When, like, you know, when you start unlocking more confidants, mm -hmm. which ones do you focus on? You know, I figure out what days of the week they're available and what time, and then I kind of plan it out accordingly. Okay, so you can you can really kind of pay attention to um, because the one thing one thing that uh, the uh, Royal did that I liked was they added in a thing where you can actually just hit a button. I can't remember exactly what it is at the moment, but just hit the button and figure out what um, what what confidants you have available that day, which is super convenient. So you don't mm -hmm. have just having to run around looking for them. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> Thank you for telling me that because like sometimes like because I have Makoto and Yusuke and they're both on the same day. I'm like, uh, I don't know who to go to. <laughs> yeah, you kind of just gotta balance it out. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really go too hard into, into one person or, or or another. Um, you know, if if they have like if they're a party member that I use a lot, I will focus on that a bit more, just so I can just so I can unlock all of their abilities in battle. Mm -hmm. But normally, I try to space it out so I can try to get to everybody. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. You um, don't have to focus too hard on it though, because towards the end of the game, I mean, they give you like almost three weeks of free time where you can just do whatever you want, you know, so you mm -hmm. can catch up on stuff you may have missed or screwed up. <laughs> you say the end of the game that's added an extra 20 hours. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, at the end of, like, of like what, what would be considered the, the normal game. I know, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's, uh, 
<laughs> yeah, at the end of the game. You mean the additional? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, you know, just casual, you know, 30 hours or whatever. A casual, an extra 30 hours added to the 120-hour game, you know? Right, yeah. you know. Ain't no biggie. Like, I really want to play it, but man, is it just like so much time to commit. Ugh, I like, like that's that's my problem is like well it's like while I'm doing streaming and all the other stuff it's like I have a schedule to keep so I have stuff I have to, I have stuff that I have to play mm-hmm. and times I have to actually do stuff so I don't get just get to really game in my own mm-hmm. space anymore mm-hmm. when it's like oh I just want to spend the you know the next ten hours playing Persona it's like well no I have to as I, I have to stream in the morning Call of Duty and I'll, I'll, I'll you know start planning for afternoon stuff so. Yeah. It's kind of thing, as much as much as I as much as I love doing it, it takes away a little bit of like my freedom for what mm-hmm. I want to play. Yeah, what was it like? Because at least I beat Charles, and I was supposed to start on that review yesterday. Uh, my even my D- DM was like, "Go ahead, uh, work on your stuff. Go ahead." I took a break from that game yesterday, guys. <laughs> yeah, Charles, anyway. Charles, I'm on it. Like it's like. Oh, the review will be up maybe by Monday because that's the plan. After we get off, I'm gonna start recording and stuff and get everything done by tomorrow. But I just have to say, I did not have the greatest of times playing that game. You know? Yeah, that, that's kind of what you were saying. Yeah. Just, I was thinking, I was like, man, why'd you invest all the time? Well, because one, I said I was going to review it, and two, it's like I don't like not finishing my games, you know? <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Because, like, at some points, it, the game was good and I was enjoying it, but, like, when we got to, like, the story beats, I'm just like, this voice acting is really taking this out of me right now. And then, like, you could tell, like, it was a remake because there was no side quest whatsoever in the game. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what's the point? Oh, that's weird. And then the whole, like, you pick your team of three is cool, but I would rather them let you have every character at the start because no one's going to, like, to be, because the trophy is, like, I, I, from what I've seen on the PlayStation Store and what people told me on their trophy list is that you to get a trophy you for each one you have to beat the story with each character as the main character. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not about sounds, to do that. That sounds rough. And not also the case. It's like I guess I try to help you out with New Game Plus because like whatever level you beat that game the game with, they are at that level going into the New Game Plus. I'm like, okay, so, yeah, I don't like that. so it's like this though, if I use a character named Reese, she's going to be at level one, but seeing how with Duran, I beat him at level 70, and if I want to pick him as my companion, he's going to be at level 70, I'm like, but that's not going to be fun, she's going to be rinsing people, <laughs> yeah, it's just small details like that, and like, looking at NPCs, they're all the same, and I'm like, Wow, I really did not have a blast with this game the more I talk about it. But, like, if I were, like, to view it on the scale right now, it has potential. It's like, I enjoyed what I played. But just, like, all these other factors, like, this is a Square Enix game. They could have put more into it, you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> How do you feel? Well, so they, used, they used to do New Game Plus as well. Like, Final Fantasy X-2 as one of the best New Game Pluses. You get to keep all the gestures and all the abilities you unlock, but you're set back to level one and you're broke again. 
So the only thing you have is like stuff you've already unlocked, but already put in like the effort to unlock abilities on. So mm-hmm. for someone like me who who likes to, you know, experience the new the game again, but with a different set of uh, spheres and different and you know more and you know more of a time frame to play, mm-hmm. it's it's, a, it's nice to do. Yeah, how do you feel about that kind of stuff, uh, Cove and Snow? I mean, I feel like New Game Plus, like, the point of New Game Plus is to start over with all your shit and to have a more challenging experience because of it. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that's the, generally speaking, that's how New Game Plus is done. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, like, what you should get out of a New Game Plus. It's like, you have all your badass shit that you worked hundreds of hours to get, you should get to use it to play through the game again. You know, yeah. and there should be more challenging stuff on top of it. You know, it's like how God of War did its new game plus. You have all your levels, you get all your badass shit, and you're still gonna get wrecked. Yep. Yeah. Well, what you go? Well, I mean, um, Stone said it perfectly. Jason said it really well. Uh, but for me, the biggest, like, the best one that I've ever seen that was a new game plus was actually 15. Final Fantasy 15. Okay. Because. While 15 had the same, you played the story and you still got to take your cute little photos and everything like that. But the dungeons, they had the level 55 dungeons that were still a bitch. And yeah. They made it fun because it wasn't just the same content. Yeah, the story was there. But there was new content that there was no way on God's green earth you were going to play that on your first playthrough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so being keeping your level, keeping your most of your gear know was nice uh finding the uh the i forget what they are but they're like the spirit weapons that you know your ancestors used to have yeah yep that was really uh, cool because that added new gameplay because some of those you physically couldn't unlock in the first gameplay yeah the armature weapons yeah there you go yeah and uh and you know i mean i I really like new game pluses in general uh it gives me a reason to go back and replay uh, without just starting over and going, I know what I've done, I know what to do. He goes, oh, hey, you know, mm-hmm. now I've got dynamite or I've got this thing. I can go back and blow up this area that I could only visit in the starting zone. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Tomb Raider had a New Game Plus version, something similar like that. I've never played Tomb Raider New Game Plus, but I they should. Like, that would be, I'm like, that's a great game to do it through. But no, like I was saying, um, something like Trials, it's just the fact that the different, what they try to get you is that you're going to see the different side, the different perspective when you use that character. But like, to me, it's like, I don't want to have to do that. Like, I don't want to have to start another five playthroughs just to get trophies, you know? (laughs) Well, that's not worth it. Yeah. Then do not play Final Fantasy Zero. Oh gosh, Type Zero. Yeah, because okay. that game takes at least six playthroughs to get to unlock everything and beat 100. And I like that game, you know. <coughs> I like Type yeah. Zero. I thought that was a so, fun so game. I. I loved it. But yeah, it's, just, it's one of those games where you need. It's, it's not something you're gonna mm. get done in one playthrough. <laughs> yeah, and like we say that per, Persona. Six months later and do a second playthrough. Mm-hmm. Like we talk about Persona, like you can't get everything in one playthrough. But the thing is, though, you're gonna experience the entire story in the first playthrough. You know. <laughs> yeah, but 
I mean, we, yeah, I I enjoy being able to go through the game again with all the different stuff because mm-hmm. Persona once again does it right. At the end, at in the second playthrough, there's content that you couldn't access in, in the first place. Mm-hmm. In the first playthrough, there's personas you couldn't get in the first playthrough. Uh, you already start out with your social links maxed out, so you're not restricted from accessing social links like as soon as you get them. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's yeah that as well that that look, that's good for replayability. Yeah, Alice does it right. I think it's yeah. cool, but no, like I said, I just had to take a day off from playing it because like I like I wrote notes down right, but it was just like now I got to do the review part. It's like. And I was thinking in my head, like, is it, what the hell, what did I really think about this game? And like I said, it was a fun game. And then, like, the more I played it, I was just like, this is nothing but a big boss gauntlet. <laughs> That's how I would all due respect, because, like, I would go somewhere, boss, I would go somewhere, boss. And then you get towards the latter half, no spoilers whatsoever, it's like, I fought six bosses that I've already fought before. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Yeah. I'm like that just seems, that just seems like a slog. Yeah, I'm just like this is either I'm like like it's that nostalgia thing. It's like some people really love the game because they love the Mana series, but someone new playing it could go like, oh, this is fun, but I didn't want to do that several times. You know. I mean, I like the trial series, but I don't know that I would go back and play. <laughs> You know, a lot of them over again. Yeah. I mean, like I said, this made me... Like, I wanted to play Secret of Mana because apparently that's a really good one. But... I can't... Like I said, I'll review it. The review's coming in soon, guys. It, it's not bad. That's what I'm going to say. Like, the fact that if you want to check it out yourself, not add, play the demo, and then, like, if you like the demo, it carries over to the actual game. That's what sold me on it. <laughs> And for a demo being two hours long, it's like, oh gosh. Whew. That's a lot. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast yesterday. They said that one demo was like, no, Dragon Quest Eleven. They said it was the first ten hours of the game. <laughs> and then you got to, and then it got to carry over. I'm like, oh God, that's ten hours. That's crazy. But that's already a long game itself, you know? <laughs> yeah. After that demo, you should definitely know if you want to buy the game or not. Ugh. But the thing is, though, you're still not even experienced the whole game after that 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bad part about it. Okay, so where would we like to start? Uh, before we start on our topics, can I make a quick note on something that just got brought to my attention? Uh, the, the UFC is happening tonight still? Oh, no, actually not that. Oh, I okay. I was looking at UFC stuff uh, this week. Um, no, uh, RoboCop is the next DLC in Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah, I saw that. That's dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I want to buy it just so I can buy that DLC. I got... I'll, uh, be, I'll, I'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. I got one good friend. He's a big Mortal Kombat fan. He's upset. He's like, they're going to add RoboCop, but they won't add Air Mac back to this? Okay. <laughs> okay, that's... <laughs> fair argument oh my gosh <laughs> but i just want to know you know because they showed him in this one screen cap and he's got a blade that he's got an assassin creed blade coming out of his arm and i'm like what yeah what? <laughs> oh my gosh I, uh, but, why do they go over the top of that and not just add people that you want to see oh it's like remember when they were there was a big petition to add uh shaggy oh yeah yeah like mm-hmm. that and then the guys actually said, yeah, we're going to do this. And then finally they were like, no, no, we were joking. Stop. Calm, calm your tits. 
But thing yeah. is, though, would you feel so over the top with other all these other? I mean, it's not like Smash, but it's just like some people that you think would be obvious to Mortal Kombat, like if they've already been part of the game, should be in it. But it's like, what's on all these characters you don't need? Yeah, <laughs> uh, it feels like uh, it just feels. I like silliness to a degree, you know, but usually my, my level of silliness is maybe a skin that makes them look different. You know, you don't need a whole character. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but uh, I don't know. Just, <laughs> sometimes it gets so, so excessive. You're like, what? The, why? Like, <laughs> there's a, a fatality one of them does now that's the, that's called Friendship. And... And he pull and he, it shoots off screen, and the chain pulls back, and it's a uh, giant teddy bear that he hugs, <laughs> and then it pops up in big balloon, like actual balloon letters, uh, like like helium balloons, and it says friendship, and it's got rainbows, and it's oh my gosh, like, why that why? Mortal, that Mortal Kombat game is actually not bad. I liked it. Oh a no, lot. The combat system's great. Graphics are getting better, and so the X-ray fatal uh, the X-rays are, you know, and the way they, the way Mortal Kombat Nine reset the story, so then we had Mortal Kombat Ten and, and Eleven, and it's a whole new story. It's really cool with this whole, uh, you know, the idea that Outworld and uh, and, and Earthrealm have uh, pretty much gone to shit. Uh, is really cool. I, like I, th- this would set the stage for better quality movies. Especially if they, if what they did with Legacy, because Legacy was a great uh, live action show. Mm, Legacy. Uh, yeah, Mortal Kombat Legacy. Oh. Uh, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a live action show. Oh. Okay. Series and uh, but I never actually got to say uh, I started playing a couple games. Uh, I started playing a uh, Space Lords, which. Was a fr- it's a free game on Steam uh, where you can play. It's a four-player co-op game, and you play through a story of trying to save the broken planet. But they, it's a PVE game that they force PVP in because anyone can play as the antagonist, as the bad guy through the entire story. Mm-hmm. So it's four versus one through the entire game, and the antagonist is so overpowered. It's like that's not what I signed up for. I wanted a PVE game. So it, it's got mixed reviews, and the, the community is so small it's hard to find games because it's forced co-op. Oh, wow. So it, has to, it has to find a party. Dang. Uh, but I, I'm doing that, and I'm also checking out this new game, uh, of, the, uh, of the North, which is where you play as a fox, Spirit of the North. Oh, wow. And you actually play as just a regular red fox. Uh, so it's a single-player, third-person adventure game inspired by the breathtaking and mysterious landscapes of Iceland. So first of all, I love that because, you know, it's got really good uh, beauty to it. Uh, it. You know, you play as an ordinary red fox whose story becomes entwined with the guardian of the northern lights, a female spirit fox. And... Uh, and it's just, it's really entertaining because it's not like, you know, there's huge combat systems and fighting and all this. You, you just, you know, you do have special things like you have a double jump and stuff like that. But, you know, it's it's an open world, or not an open world, it's a, uh, it's a puzzle thing, you know. You've got to move a giant boulder and stuff like that and navigate. And yeah. it's got a really compelling story and it's only $17. Uh, it's on sale for 15% off on, uh, on Steam. 
mm. for a game that was made by an indie game, uh, uh, Infuse Studios. I mean, they they did a beautiful job. Mm. They, they they're not very well known. They 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 literally this is their first major game, and then they've got a uh, uh, Dwarfheim, which is a RTS, but. Yeah. The yeah. <sighs> Only RTS I'm hearing about right now is Gears Tactics, like we've said. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I'm Gear. definitely installing that to give it a try. Uh, yeah. I'm breaking the, uh, I'm breaking my mold and going forward. Mm. Game Pass. So. <laughs> uh, yep, Game Pass. I got uh, four free months, so I said, you know, yellow. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, Stone, what's on your docket for upcoming games right now, or anything you playing? Uh, well, I pre-ordered uh, Last of Us Part Two and uh, Ghost of Tsushima, so those are coming out pretty quick, and I'll be on those as soon as they come out. Mm. Um, but I need to finish uh, Death Stranding. I've been putting it off for a while. And <laughs> oh gosh, we've been around to it. Ever since we talked, we've been on this podcast. It's like Death Stranding, and then now oh, you're back to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I started playing it, uh, you know, in December, and I played. Quite a bit into it, and then I just kind of fell out of it and stopped playing it because mm-hmm. other stuff had come out, and I was working on that. And so now I'm just like, I need to finish that game, so I'm gonna finish that game. <laughs> Man, don't feel bad. I still haven't even started Days Gone. Yeah, well, that's a different story. <laughs> I want to run around with a motorcycle. You do a lot of that. You do a lot of that. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of what you do. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of that. There's yeah. definitely a lot of unnecessary stuff in that game, too. <laughs> well, I look forward to it. It's on my list of top 20 games to play this year. Oh, you might want to put it on 21, then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mention it is number 20. And welcome back, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, now that Jason's back, do you want to talk about some actual news? Hold on real fast, so... I just pre-ordered Xenoblade Chronicles a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah? Yeah, can't wait for that. Definitive edition. I don't know how much time I'll have with that game because June is kind of stacked because not only do we have Last of Us, but we also have uh, the Pokemon DLC coming out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've been so far removed from playing Pokemon that mm-hmm. I don't even know if I'm getting fun excited with that or not. <laughs> I won't get excited until it gets here, you know? <laughs> I just need to figure out what, what Pokemon that they're bringing through with mm-hmm. and I just don't know if I really believe it mm. this time. Yeah, or just wait for all the DLC to come out and then play it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm just like, I just want to wait for all of it. I... Yeah, but I wonder how big the game, like the DLC is going to be. I don't know, but it's also pissing, it's also, also kind of pissed me off that they're just like, oh, well, by the way, uh, in case you were curious, uh, if you have sword, you need to buy one, and then if you have shield, you have to buy the other one. Mm-hmm. You just buy one DLC and play both the games on it. You need to buy mm-hmm. two different DLCs for two different games you already own. Maybe it's the same DLC. No, it's, it's the exact same. <laughs> yeah. There's no difference. There's no version exclusive in the DLC. Well, it's the same damn DLC. They just yeah. can't, can't access. You just need to have two different ones to access for Sword and Shield. I just so if know. You're not paying attention, or if you're some a younger gamer who's you've been given permission, you could buy the wrong one. And they're yeah. gonna be like, "Well, sorry, you know." Basically, yeah. That's that's why if you're an adult, that's a parent, you do it for them. <laughs> yep. <Yeah>. Password locks. <laughs> Password locks. Okay, where would you guys like to start? 
Let's. Well, we were talking about uh, Assassin's Creed, so why not talk about Prince of Persia? Oh my gosh. What so, do you guys think of that? <laughs> uh, I like Prince of Persia coming back. I, uh, you know, I, Assassin's Creed was inspired by a like another Prince of Persia game, basically. This that's kind of what it was. This is a working title for the original Assassin's Creed game. Mm-hmm. Was you know, uh, Prince of Persia, the Assassin's Creed, or something like that. Um, so then it just kind of sprang into its own IP. But I feel like. Like, as much as I'm, like, ready for Valhalla, like, I think that'll be cool. Um, I also feel like Assassin's Creed maybe needs to take a bit more of a back burner, you know? Oh, uh, what? To chill out a little bit with their games, I think. Why say that? I, I just feel like, I don't know, I, I, I didn't like Origins. Um, Odyssey looks okay, but I haven't really, like, I haven't played any uh, Assassin's Creed games since, Od um, what was it, Unity? And yeah. I played a little bit of uh origins yeah yeah you were saying this last week for it. so hey it's just personal opinion i just feel like that maybe they should try to focus on another franchise for a little while and maybe kind of not ice assassin's creed but maybe just slow down on it some more well i think what i like said you mentioned this last week i just realized uh had this conversation it was like with my friend he's like who's been a friend a fan of the genre ever since a franchise ever since it came out and he says that he doesn't want assassin's creed rpg you know yeah it's that's, just yeah that's kind of where i'm at i don't want i don't want assassin's creed rpg yeah yeah i'm just like oh okay and then like of course he's excited that they're going to valhalla because norse mythology is the rest of you will really love it he said like the one place they should go is just japan you know like that makes sense. Been, I mean, people have been saying that since Assassin's Creed came out, but <laughs> why not go ahead and do it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. It'd be awesome, but, you know, it's, we'll see how it goes. I guess. I don't think they should go to Japan. Why can't they go to Japan? I, no, I don't think it should be like a Japan. I, I still, I'm still on the fence about it. I think uh, it's a, it's a cliche right now. We've got too many games that, that have that. It's it's just too much right now. But I feel like if they were going to go to an Asian territory, you know, they did that side-scroller China and Russia, and they did another one. Uh, but, no, if they were going to do it, I don't know, maybe maybe Korea, maybe, uh, maybe southern, you know, southern China, you know. Well, the thing uh, is, uh, we're thinking about assassins. Okay. It just makes sense that they'll be in Japan, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I get that. I mean, assassins are everywhere. Besides prostitution, it's the oldest profession. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just but, I don't know. I don't know. I, to me, I, I just can't. You know, I mean, I would play it, but you know, I, I guess I'm just so I, I am stoked about the the, the Norway. You know, uh, about the Valhalla stuff. But see, you're talking about stuff that's, like, overdone and oversaturated, like yeah. fucking Norse mythology playing on stuff. Yeah. The, and like, it games are every fucking way. It's literally, like, there's a literally a list of top ten games you should play before Assassin's Creed Valhalla, just based off Norse mythology. Really? Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, like, the Banner Saga is one of them. Yeah, Banner Saga. Uh, all three of them are good. God, uh, God of War is one. <laughs> 
and they did everything on point. Uh, yeah. God, well, God, the God of War was amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will say, yeah, maybe the, I don't know, maybe, maybe just we, we, we as gamers get into these, uh, these categories and then they just release so much. It just, you know, it's just like, it's, it's, well, it's, it's, it's people get into those categories. I think, you know, mm. it's like, that's what the people want. That's, you know, people like, like symmetry, they like rhyming, you know, they like the same stuff that they've had before, but in a different, you know, slightly different version of it. So. That's it's how people are. Yeah, that's why we're getting all the '90s rehash movies, the live-action Disney. We're we're nostalgic because it, we already know what we like. Yeah, Charles and Mona. <laughs> yeah. uh, every, I mean, there were, you got you were really excited about that, and then once you played it, you were like, "Great, I feel sated," but then you can't push yourself to want to replay it. I mean, that's just because I noticed things that was like, okay, hold up, this would be better if I do it this way, not that way, and the fact that, like we said, like, you can pretty much have two level 99s and a level 1 and just blast through the game on New Game Plus isn't really exciting. Like, of course, you're going to get the trophies, but you realize you're going to see the same exact environment the entire playthrough. And you're also going to, if you don't add them to your character list, you see those characters on the journey as well. So it's like, I could have went the Octopath Traveler route, I keep on saying that, and just added that character to the story and just had more of a game game gaming experience instead of doing 20 hour chunks with just three players that's just all i'm saying <laughs> wait i can't nope, hear you nope. yeah first of all we can't hear you but second of all nobody talks about syndicate why not trashy like, i thought it was i love syndicate whoa i thought great promise i haven't played it but the ideal of it being set you know it was a different timeline it was it was more modern you know assassin's creed syndicate assassin's creed is you don't talk about syndicate the second rule of assassin's creed you don't talk about unity well (laughs) syndicate was amazing though i enjoyed syndicate yeah i didn't end up playing it (laughs) i said i like syndicate way more i'd like unity (laughs) i mean i was like well, Unity was one that had the multiplayer, all the all the shitty multiplayer bugs, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I love Syndicate. The last one I actually played, I think, was Black Flag. <laughs> Everybody says Black Flag is the last one because Edward Kenway was an amazing pirate. Mm. I just stopped giving a shit, honestly. Like I, I, I never really Black Flag was the last one they gave away for free, so that's the last one I played. Yeah, I, I never, I never really was the biggest Assassin's Creed fan. Like I think I played. Like the original Assassin's Creed, and I think, it, and then I played Black Flag. Like I didn't really get into the series that much. Mm, mm, mm. But no, Prince of Persia, like all the stuff, that's cool. They should come back. I actually, Jen sent me a link early, like earlier this week, saying that they actually opened up the domain for Prince of Persia Six. Interesting. So they might start working on it. Honestly, though, I would like a, a Saints of Time remake. Oh my gosh! Oof. I, I would like a Warrior Within remake, but that comes after Saints of Time. Saints of Time's the first one, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, since that was the first one. But the first one that came out on the PS2. I played it on GameCube. My favorite one. Yeah, Warrior Within's pretty awesome. Yeah. What I was just... the third one again? Two Thrones or something like that? Yeah, Two Thrones. Which no one liked, or was that a good one? It was kind of mediocre. I didn't much care for it, but... Eh. <laughs> I, played, it definitely... I played worse games. Yeah, it, but it was definitely like Saints of Time was awesome, like gold, mm -hmm. gold star, and Warrior Within <laughs> is like pretty fucking good. Not maybe not as good as Saints of Time was, but pretty fucking great. So it's like <laughs> Silver Star, and then it's like, eh, and Two Thrones is a game that exists. We don't talk about it. Yeah, I honestly, I honestly like Warrior Within better than I liked uh, Saints of Time. That's that's fair. Well, like, can I ask what uh, was it the story or was it the gameplay? What what made you prefer it over the second over the first? Uh, just basically the gameplay, and I feel like it had it had a better environment. The the, the environment really draws you in, in my opinion. Cool, hmm. cool. That's cool. Plus the, uh, I can't remember the name of the the name of the beast that follows you around the whole damn game. The Dahaka. <laughs> that is one of the still one of the coolest villains in in, in, in gaming history to me. Because every time you showed up, it was it was just a Godsmack soundtrack of ass kicking. Godsmack, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it was it was, God, it was Godsmack. It was it was I stand alone. It was just like playing every time you come on the corner. Oh my gosh! I loved it. I loved it so much. Oh god. Yeah, the, the atmosphere in the game was to me was just a lot better than the first one. But that's just my opinion. That's funny. It's just one man's opinion. Yeah. I mean, you're welcome to have another opinion. It's just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm fired. Kidding. <laughs> kidding. Quotes, air quotes. <laughs> kidding. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's funny. Um. But no, it's, it'll be interesting to see if Ubisoft goes ahead and goes through with it. They said six game, f four games by 2021. So let's see. Yeah. So let's go. let's go. Speaking of which, we, yeah, for real. Speaking of which, we talked about Assassin's Creed. How do you guys feel about uh, Ubisoft be, uh, making that misleading? Or Microsoft making that misleading that they were going to show gameplay the other day during the big Xbox Live game reveals? Yeah, then they showed like eight seconds of actual gameplay, and the rest of it's just dialogue. Oh no, it was, was less than three. It was less than like there was no like yeah exaggeration. Yeah. And uh, I think uh, they got they got the hype up, and they let us down. And the fact that they flat out said, "Look, we we, we goofed, we done goofed," and, you know, was <laughs> was very polite of them. Thank you for owning up to your mistakes. Uh, you know. Yeah, but I mean, they they did that on purpose. They tried to get people hyped up about it. They just expect they didn't expect people to be all like, "Oh well, what the fuck? We wanted the shit that you actually promised us." Yeah. They didn't expect us to have a an appropriate outcry. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I think so. I think they just expected us to be like, "Woo, Xbox!" and just fucking like cheerlead for them anyway, regardless of what they showed us. No, because, like, I was watching it, and I'm just like, where's the gameplay at? 
Like it was just cutscenes. It was like cutscenes, and it was also like they tried to show like little environments, like that look more like in game, like gameplay. But I'm like, we want to see how the assassins work in this game, and you didn't show it. And like the fact that the director had to come out was like, we know that you were expecting more, but we're sorry. What? Don't say gameplay yeah. then. Yeah, like, that's not how this shit works, dude. You can't just apologize. <laughs> Look, bro, like, I know you worked on Assassin's Creed 4, or Black Flag. I know that you made a good game then, but come on. This is 2020. You promised something. Give it to us. Yeah. It was just annoying that they hyped that up so much that... I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm annoyed by Xbox's uh, press releases in general because they're always like world exclusive and they're they they try to trick you into being into thinking that it's going to be exclusive to their console but it's them showing it off for the first time so they're basically just like a news journalist that's like we're we got an exclusive story here you know well i think for them yeah i think for them when like me and my dad caught onto it like a couple years ago the difference is is like they'll say exclusive and the other they will say premiere and like you think i think uh, though the word is such a change that people don't realize it so they think it's just coming to xbox you know right and that's the whole thing (laughs) that's what that's what i'm saying is they're they're intention they've been intentionally misleading their audience for a long time yeah so i don't really think that they should just be off with oh i'm sorry we misled you because you did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I'm... I've been doing it for years. Like I said, everyone's excited for Valhalla here. There's no way around it, right? So, I just want... Like, I was just hoping to see something like how you would sneak up on someone and, like, how combat works. That kind of stuff. And actually having a hidden blade again. Like, hidden blade again. Those kind of things are like, oh, cool, let's Being see it. a fucking assassin. Yeah, like, show it to me, you know? Well, dude, that was one of the coolest fucking uh, parts of that of that gameplay trailer. Was uh, was was when it's getting choked out by the night, or not the gameplay, the, uh, the release trailer, when it's getting choked out by the night, and then you just, you just see the blade come through the back of his head. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Stabs him in the eye. Right. Yeah. I can't wait. Get him. Like I said, like I said, it's gonna be a fun time in holiday twenty twenty. Um, shoot. As we're talking about Xbox right now, how do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about the overall reveal of the games? Mm. What do you mean? Like when they like the games that they revealed. Like, was there anything that caught your interest? The Yakuza game. Yeah, I've always been a big fan of the Yakuza series. I, I think it shows promise. It'll definitely be a game that I I don't think I'll be disappointed with it because I know what I'm ex- I know what I'm getting with with that series of games. Hmm. But other than that, I mean, this was all this this month was all about indie developers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it. You know, July we're gonna uh, June or July we're gonna have one that's dedicated to the Microsoft companies, but. You know, so now I now that I know, cut out. You know, oh, I said sorry. Now that I know, you know, it was about indie developers. I knew what kind of games were going to be shown because, like, we were playing uh, Call of Duty when you were telling us some stuff, and I was just like, "All right, where's the other stuff? Where's this?" And then, then I saw whenever I went to go back and watch, they were like, "This is indie stuff," and I was like, "Cool." 
Okay, I had to correct you real fast. It wasn't indie, it was third party. There's a difference. Party, uh, okay. A difference. I'm so sorry. You're fine. Uh, Get corrected, Gov. <laughs> hey, look, look, look. If I'm corrected, that means I'm not spreading misinformation, and that is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Also, get I, I am not. I am not Microsoft, and I will not be misleading with my words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was Microsoft, good. Now Microsoft 4 EA promoting Anthem, and we're bringing it back. Dang. Oh, Dang. Oh, why didn't you just kidney punch me while you're at it? Dang. Social distancing is why I didn't kidney punch you. Oof. <laughs> That's but, right. I'm bringing them all the bullshit. Here we go. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well. Oh, I wasn't here last week. We're, we're, we lost our Anthem quota. Yeah. So that there's another one you gotta cut. That was just for last week. What about this week? You know, I'll, I'll, I'll the torch for Genie. We gotta mention Lollipop Chainsaw, you know? Oh, yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think, I think she's, she's about 18, 18 shows ahead. Yeah. <laughs> 18 uh, shows ahead. Second, second Extinction looked pretty cool. Second Extinction? I thought the... Uh, I'm also really excited for uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Ooh. Not exclusive, but you know, that'll be on PC. That's <laughs> such a long ass title, though. Yeah, but it's so good, though. The first one was so good. Oh my gosh. I uh, What about that medium game? That looked cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't, don't think I looked at that one, honestly. I, I saw the trailer for it. It looks pretty intense. But is it exclusive? Probably not. Okay. Is it a horror game? Yeah, it's a horror game. Psychological horror game. It's uh pretty much like they're people that made Silent Hill, kind of. No, uh, they made Blair Witch, Observer, and Layers of Fear. Okay. Ooh, they made Layers of Fear. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's gonna be a good game. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Uh, like I said, you said Vampire the Masquerade. I say it was revealed during the Xbox uh release, so it's probably not exclusive. To Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh gosh, yeah, we're just doing Michael anyway, Jordan stuff. I, I want to see more about this scorn coming out. Like, just that 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 little bit that they didn't give us much, but I don't know, man. That artwork is just so uh, first person horror game. I, I'm not even a horror fanboy, but I think I'll actually play that one for the, for the scare. What I what I noticed about all of this is that there was a lot of first person shooters. A lot of first person. I mean, those, those are always uh, bread and butter for any, any any developer. They make a ton. Of yeah. Just gonna, they're going to sell to a much larger market than like an RPG would. Second Extinction, which I've never even heard of. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Mutant Dinosaurs does sound pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, like I said, that's that's the one that I'm excited about because that just looks cool. Yeah. What is it? Um, Scarlet Nexus. I was like, this supposed to be like another like Code Vein kind of game. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I think so. It's like a Capcom like anime sort of title, right? It's Band Bandai Namco. Uh, it reminds me of the Ruby video game. Yeah. <laughs> Good Josh. Speaking of Ruby. Uh, speaking of Ruby, I always try to get into that show, but I'm just like this artwork. <laughs> Don't know if I can get past it. Really? See, that was the turn on for me. That's what got me interested. I'll give it another shot. <laughs> Uh, I will say that the animation quality gets just it, it gets better every season. Okay. Well, Rooster Teeth started it, right? So 
I'm pretty Stone, sure, like... Stone is, Stone is, like, the quintessential Ruby, Ruby fanboy. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, like, like I said, Rooster Teeth started, and, like, I did hear that the animation does get better over time. It, it gets a lot better, especially the jump from uh, Volume 3 to Volume 4. Like, okay. That's a huge jump. Yeah, that's the last volume I had watched, and then my uh, my cousin was wearing a uh, he was wearing the bunny uh, at the party, and and he and he goes, yeah, you know what that's from, right? And I go, yeah, that's Ruby. And he goes, yeah, it's it's similar to what he wears in season seven. I was like, there's a season seven. Yeah. Wait, wait, there's a season five. When did this happen? And I didn't realize I had been out of the watching that show for for three years. Dang. Um. So is Vampire the Masquerade a really good game? I keep hearing about it. To, uh, the original, is, yeah, it's fantastic. Is it available I, on Steam or no? I don't think it's on Steam. You Let might, you might look it up, but I don't think so. Because like, I remember where it was. Because I, I had it as like, I had it as like an actual like PC CD-ROM. Oh, it's that old. Yeah, yeah oh it's yeah. fucking old. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines One is on for twenty dollars. Okay. Oh, it is on Steam. Uh, yeah, and. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce this word. Uh, C o t e r i e s. Coteris. Coteris. Coteris of New York is also uh, a twenty dollars game. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, it originally came out in two thousand. Two thousand what? Two thousand four was the first Vampire the Mastery of Bloodlines when, when the first one came out. Hmm. So with that being said, let's now have you here. Are we going to play Final Fantasy XIV? <laughs> you know what? Fiona. <laughs> Let's put that on the docket for August. August? I gotta, find, I gotta find time. I think that's the thing for me, too. It's like, um, time? I so much stuff that I, want, that, I, that I need to play and I want to play. And, like, I just gotta figure out if, it, if even if, like, people want, people want, want to watch something like that on, on a stream, because I just... I don't know if, it's like, if, that, if that would even be anything people want to watch. Oh, yeah. People watch. People do stream that a lot. Yeah, I, want, yeah. I just I just don't know where, where it's going to end up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just got to gotta figure it out first. Understandable. Because that's, that's not something where it's like a seven-day game where I can play it you know, once or twice a week. Always race so far across. That's something you really got to dedicate your time to. Yeah. Understandable. Like I said, like, you guys have got it. I'm like, that's a wait and see what everybody else says kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, I, if, we, if we were all max level and we were just doing raids and, like, uh, crafting, tu- and uh, Jason was doing crafting tutorials, you could do that once a week on a stream. But, you know, otherwise, it's kind of... <laughs> you have to you have to invest so much time in leveling up. Yeah, yeah you've got to get to that point first, and that's a whole thing. Yeah. Like I said, even if we played behind the scenes and got to that point... Because honestly, I wouldn't mind streaming that myself. <laughs> yeah, it's just it just takes so much extra time, that, like, especially leveling up my crafting class. Like I, I've spent literal weekends playing sixteen-hour sessions on Saturday and sixteen hours on Sunday, just tr- just leveling up my craft my crafting and not even not ever even touching my battle classes. Cool, cool. In those eight hours when he's supposed to be asleep, he was looking up guides on how to best level. <laughs> yeah, because you need to. I mean, because normally whenever you start leveling up. Uh, Crafting classes, you you level up. Um, Gabbing classes right along with them. Mm. Yeah. Such a great game that flopped at the beginning and then just got better. <laughs> like yeah, it became a, it became a Rome reborn. Yeah. Yeah, they 
tore it down and remade the game. Because I, I was excited about it when it first came out. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, I went to GameStop. I was like, yo, I want to grab 14. They were like, no, you don't. The game's already down. Like, it's like, no one's buying it right now. It's that bad. Yeah. I'm like, the original 14 did suck pretty hard. Yeah. Yep, yep. I was, I, think I, was, I think at that time I was still playing 11. Yeah. <laughs> and 11's still available, which is weird. I would love, dude, 11 is like, uh, it's amazing. It just looks like shit now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's hard <laughs> to get anyone to go back and play it, but it, because it looks like, it just looks like ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still gotta play, oh, you're talking about your docket, and like, kind of like me, you still gotta play Disco Elysium. <laughs> oh my god, right? <laughs> That's a game, like, Stone, you should play it once you ever get time, of course. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's the whole, like, conundrum of being a working adult. It's like, now I have money to buy video games, but I don't have the time to play them. That, and it's like, other all these other games and all this other stuff you want to do, it kind of needs to fit the schedule. <laughs> time, money, energy, the trifecta. Yeah. You can only choose two, so you'll never have all three. Wait till like this is just me talking because like nothing's set. So wait till we get review codes and have to. I have a deadline to be a game. It's like oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be a fun part, you know. So that yeah. That wouldn't bother me too much because then that, that, that I'm doing it for reasons. Yeah, but it's like you have a week to beat this game. It's like oh god, uh, how's we gonna do this? Just that picture that Jason, you gotta work for so much, and it's like this game is over forty hours. It's like, uh... yeah, but then it also kind of lends, lends to the point of can I stream it? Because then, yeah. then we're talking. If I can't, then we're talking even less time. Yeah, because <laughs> like if you're under the NDA, NBA or NDA, it's like no, you can't stream this game. So it's like okay. Um... Oh yeah, uh, this weekend they're dropping a. Uh... I don't know if you guys have heard of the uh, the battle royale called Valhall. It's been in a uh, production for a long time. By okay. Bros. Is that, and, is that uh, the one that you're that you're playing? It, yeah, I played I I played it for about two hours, and I realized you can't actually do anything because the update isn't there yet. <laughs> so, I waited two hours for someone to join a game and ran around the little starting zone. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, because I'm under NDA, I can't screen cap. I can't you know do things about it. But uh, with this new weekend, uh, they're going to introduce some new stuff. And uh, again, I can't even, I don't know if I'm at liberty to talk about what they're adding. But well, let's not get you in trouble. Adding, so if you can't yeah. talk about it, let's not. Yeah, but, but the community of people who are also under NDA are all going to be playing it. So I'm going to get some, actually, I'm going to check that Discord while I'm talking to you guys. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, never mind, Mech Warrior just installed. <laughs> no, wow. Hey, uh, I don't know what to do. Thank you, notifications for all showing up at the same time. Yeah, that that, that sucks. Uh, what about Sea of Thieves? Anybody thought about that? I just saw it. Oh, I love Sea of Thieves. It's a great, fun co-op game. Uh, it it really seems like something that you like, and because I've I've watched Chibi Hunter play it a bunch, and uh, it definitely seems like something that's interesting. I just don't know that there's enough content to keep me interested. Like, mm-hmm. we got like a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, well, if you're doing all the actual DLC that's in there, because, you know, if you have the uh, Game Pass, and of course it's free on Game Pass, and the DLC is free. Uh, so basically, spend five bucks, and you'll get a month's, of con- a month's worth of content to play. Especially if you have a group of playing. If you have, you know, uh, at least three people, maybe four people, and you take one of the big ships, 
between fighting NPCs and the PvP if you go into the PvP zones. It's it's a blast. It, so is, is PvP actually zoned off, or is it just wherever you see someone, you can shoot them? Uh, so it is kind of zoned off. Uh, last I remember, used to you, what there was a stormy area, and when you and and when you went into it, you could interact with people. But there was also uh, you could basically fight anybody anywhere. Hmm. So if you were doing a quest and say like uh, you had to go kill this this guy and you saw somebody park their ship at the same island, as soon as they dug up the treasure, we would just go in and be like, Avast! Is Record still on Game Pass? Which one? Oh, Record. Sounds kind of. Record, yes. Okay. Sounds kind of shit, honestly. But Record. <laughs> no, no, no. The the whole like, oh well, you know, you can go, you know, just noob them after they've stolen and you know, after they've done all their stuff. And it's like, well, yeah, but that could also happen to you. Oh yeah, I mean, I wouldn't it, want to waste all my time a... just to get this, just get the shit kicked out. Well, it's mm -hmm. definitely one of those games where you know you have to be on watch. You know you. You can douse the lanterns at night, and, you know, it's definitely built around the ideal of PvP. I love it because I love PvP. Mm -hmm. uh, as someone who, you know, when I was leveling my WoW character, I played on PvP servers. I was ready well, to be attacked at all times. I kept yeah. my flag on. Mm. And, and that's fine, but it's just, it's, you have to kind of also balance it out, because if it's just all PvP all the time, that, that lends to... Just griefing and then also not like like I don't want to it's it's the same this is the same reason why I don't play Tarkov or Escape from Tarkov is because if I do and some assholes kill me and take all my shit I'm gonna be pissed and then I'm just gonna break my controller and never play again. I'm literally looking at the Spirit of the North. It actually looks kind of cool. Yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's very pretty, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and you're literally just a fox. <laughs> yeah, cute little red fox. Okay. Most most interesting thing about it is if you go to any place where there's snow, you can find ice slides and you can you can slide down them. I'll wait till That's this like, game goes on sale. Like a little luge, and it's like. <laughs> okay. That's how I channel my inner kid. Okay. Your inner kid. <laughs> Won't you just go to your kid to channel your inner kid? Just playing with you. Right. <laughs> no, she's a nightmare. I love her. Uh, <laughs> watching the of this. I'm joking. I love our daughter. Oh, boy. Anyway. Yeah, that's that's challenging your inner demon. Yeah. Oh, wow. All the jokes right now. If I want to channel my inner demon, I just let her watch me play Modern Warfare. <laughs> or let her play it. <laughs> She's going to be a better gamer than me. You think so? Oh, yeah. She's already... She's she already understands how to start up the PlayStation and watch whatever show she wants on YouTube and and stuff. So. She also watches this come to learn what not to do. Yeah. So the thing is, though, um, how many like how many people you think actually bought a PlayStation Two just for the DVD player? <laughs> well, probably a lot of them. <laughs> they were the cheapest DVD player on the market at the time, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever they first came out. Oh yeah. yeah. My yeah. dad uh, went out when DVDs first came out. The first two DVDs he bought was uh, The Time Machine, which uh, had that, that actor who played the bad guy in Iron Man 3. And uh, he also bought Kung Pao Enter the Fist, which is a terrible That's movie. That's a great movie. Are you kidding it's, me? No, it's so bad. That's what makes it good. But, uh, oh, gosh. But, it's a movie. It's so good. But then, like, uh, like, a month later, because it was Christmas time, I got a PlayStation 2, and the dad was like, hey, where are my, where are my, my DVDs? And I'm like, upstairs in my room. 
I have a DVD player that you spent less on than your DVD player. Oh my gosh. Right. Next time I came to visit him, my freaking PlayStation was hooked up to the downstairs TV, and I'm like, <laughs> uh, Did you guys catch the last of us trailer? Or are you guys like, eh, I'm anti it? No, I'm, I'm excited. That trailer made me excited about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm ridiculous. Yeah. Just waiting for it to come out. Yeah, I think. I'm not sure about the messaging that. Uh, uh, what is the GameStop has with it? <laughs> oh, the dogs. <laughs> yeah, like their, their favorite feature is the fact that you can kill dogs or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. Number two sent me that and I was just like, uh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> now, now we know that uh, GameStop are the true villains. Oh. <laughs> Let's not go there. Well, well, you, can, you can kill women, you can kill children, you can kill men, you can... No one kills dogs. You kill a dog and... And I and that's my channel in my inner John Wick there. Mm. Yeah. It is on my donkey gun. Look like look at Michael Vick. I'm still paying for that. Oh yeah. And even though he's a great role model now, he's still getting destroyed for that. You know. Yeah, still, still because we dogfight. And he say he even regrets it. He like thinks about it like every other night. <laughs> I mean, he got caught. Yeah. <laughs> like even he, he regrets it because. Uh, People pay attention now. Yeah, but it's different compared to a Joe Exotic where he kills five and like we're making him look like a hero, you know. Yeah, I don't like I don't like any of them, so I'm not a part of that whole situation at all. Never watched the show, so I didn't know that he killed dogs. He killed tigers, five of them to be exact. Oh wow! Not a spoiler. The whole the there was a pretty funny part about when we were playing uh, Call of Duty uh, the other day. I got killed by Carol Baskin. Oh gosh, <laughs> you got killed yeah, by Carol. That dude ended up in like five games with us, like every time. Like, I don't know, I don't know where he kept coming from. Like, like we were jumping random Warzone games, and he would just show up. It's like how he it, killed me every time. Oh my and gosh! First, I thought it was somebody with the same name, you know, different people. But no, then you looked at the clan tag, like the little thing next to it, and you're like, no, that's the same spelling, spacing, and everything. That's yeah. the same bitch. Okay, I would had to take it back over for a second. But going back to the last of us part two, people were saying like, well, if you saw the leaks or whatnot, do you know that this trailer is misleading? That's not the case for me because I didn't have the game spoiled for me. So, I don't know what it is. I don't think anybody here wants the game to be spoiled. Uh, there have been reports that people are going to cancel the pre-orders. And all I can say to them is screw you, fuck you, go do whatever you need to do because that's wrong. It, you, you knew that the game was leaked. You could have took the opportunity not to look at those leaks. So even though we can we can like we can talk about how it was an early build or like the fact that I sent you that right stone like how Jason Shire think that that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like I didn't tell you this, uh, Jason Orko. The way that they think that that happened is that they found an old code from an old Naughty Dog game and used that code to get into find the leaks. Mm-hmm. So it's like, huh? probably exploited some sort of code that was in that game that allowed them to go back to Naughty Dog servers and gain access to their servers. Keep talking. Uh, I gotta plug in my computer. Yeah, because if you if you don't keep track of your code very well and you're like for the most part nowadays if you set up a server it's usually hardened in a way that it, it 
it allows for um, if somebody tries to enter in commands and stuff into like search bars and things like that, or if it like uh, if you send it certain sets of characters, it it will recognize that you're trying to exploit like a vulnerability typically. Yeah. But if it's like older servers or if your code to interact with that server isn't shored up properly, then you can gain access to things that you wouldn't normally get access to. It's like uh, it's like how uh, how people um, uh, jailbreak. Well, no, jail. I was gonna say jailbreak like their their PSP does and stuff like that. Mm. So uh, what they used to do is they, you had to have a particular game, and when you put that game in, you could give it certain information, and that would allow you to get access to like the core system of the the PlayStation Vita. So that's how you jailbroke it. Was you got that's how you got into the system, because uh, you had to have like a certain game to get to that point. So because that game's code was subpar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just uh, unfortunate that happened. Honestly, it's like oh, it leaked. So, but it's just like just hearing some of the things I've said, like the fact that we knew it, and like the very next day, I can tell the story is that. Shout out to Dave uh, Smith from Recency by Recency Bias Radio. He messaged me. He was like, "Yo, Last of Us leak, blah blah blah." I'm like, "I know this already. I'm not trying to. I don't want to have this discussion. You know, like, like yeah, we're not gonna." It's really easy just to not look at it. Yeah, and he's like, he looked at it because he didn't play Last of Us. He's not a fan whatsoever. And like, even my friend Jacob said he looked at it. He's like, I don't know if people are gonna like it. I'm like, I don't want to know anything. And like, it's like I don't want to know. And he's like, "What?" Like, and like someone said, like, all due respect, no one should say this. And like, we don't get political or anything like that. But for you to bring forth that, like, Naughty Dog is trying to push an agenda with like Ellie being a lesbian, like that's a problem. Like, wait, what? I don't care. You know? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I don't care about that. Like, I'm, I, I caught controversial. This right here, but yeah. I'm just gonna go out and say <laughs> it. Uh, lesbians are people too. Oh, con- yes, they are. <laughs> they are people. So it's like the fact the fact that they use that as their main character should not be a problem. So whatever they want to do in this game, I'm looking forward to. And like you say, like the fact that it's leaked, the story's out there. It sucks that the game didn't come out when it did. The fact that Neil. Gaiman, I might say his name wrong, uh, comes out and says, hey, the game has gone gold. We know the leaks are out there, but it's nothing like the main experience. And that Naughty Dog thinks that this is the greatest game that they've ever made. And, like, people might get mad from what they have read or seen. It's like, I'm still going to stop with Naughty Dog in this case because they say, like, this is their best game they've ever made. I guess my, my biggest question is people that were, are kind of pissed off or are upset or whatever, like, did they not play the DLC for the first game? Sure. <laughs> right? I, did, I didn't like, play the DLC. It's been established that, 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 that she was gay for since the DLC for the first for the first Last of Us. Did she just not, they just not pay attention? Or hey, I didn't. make it an issue now? Hey, I didn't play the DLC either. I didn't play the DLC. I didn't play DLC either, and like when I saw that it, that she was, you know, a lesbian, I was like, "Oh, cool," and moved on. You know, can, right? <laughs> can I just say though, 
Besides maybe if she be it, okay, say Last of Us Two has a uh, has a romantic interest for her because how old it is does. She She's gonna be at least eighteen, nineteen in this game. Okay, so unless unless that romantic interest has such a compelling story that you know it it regardless of of the gender of the romantic interest, mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. feel like your your sexual orientation has absolutely no effect on gameplay, like. Like when Apex Legends, this is my best example that I can relate to. They made Gibraltar my favorite character. They were like, "Oh, by the way, Gibraltar's gay," and I'm like, "Okay, you, you want a cookie?" Yeah. It it it's a bunch of pixels, guys. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Calm down. I feel like even like if we were gonna take it, we'll bring it back to Lost Ovis. Uh, yeah. When um, Sean T, dude that does insanity workout, who makes it? You know, like. I had, like, several, like, I was really into it, and I found that he was gay. Okay, cool. That doesn't bother me. This workout is killer. I showed it to someone else, and it was just, like, the Christian beliefs were like, oh, I can't do it right now because he's gay. I'm like, huh? All I'm saying is, like, gay men know how to look pretty. Yeah. Workout, okay? Right? Yeah. Right. It's just they the ones you're, you're watching. Yeah, it's like, huh? Put a little product in your hair, and go do those, uh, those, uh, wow, I don't go to the gym, uh, do those squats, make your butt look good, guys, yeah. and I guarantee you, your woman will appreciate it, yeah. straight. if you're gay, do those squats, make your butt look good, and you, and your man, your hubby, will appreciate it, yeah, like I said, like nice those workouts are hard, I've done it before. I'm, I still can't do the P90X. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, those are those are not crazy. Those are crazy. But like going back to the last episode, just like I'm ready for it. Everyone should be. It's, it's going to be an exciting game. And like Jason, you weren't here, but like I feel like the game better be up for game of the year. <laughs> like just, just better be up for it. I don't say it's got to win it, but it better be up. <laughs> It should get a nomination just from what we've seen. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty sure Cyberpunk still might win, which leads us into them letting us, you know, mess with our genitals customization. <laughs> yeah. Finally, my penis in a game can be the actual size of my penis in real life. <laughs> the fact that you can, like, adjust, like, that, I think, I think we've hit peak, uh, uh, character customization at that point. Oh my gosh! Okay. What what actually caught me at first? I would, I just read that and I was like, is that necessary? But then I was reading the article and apparently you could mix and match. Mm -hmm. Oh so gosh! So that seemed pretty cool. So you know, <laughs> if you want to make your real self into the game and say you're you're you know you're a pre-operation trans uh, you know male to female. And you're like, this is me as I am, and I want to experience this game as if I was living in it. You know, mm -hmm. okay, cool. But also, I'm sorry, but we're not watching porn. So really, what what, what does what does this have to do with it? Again, yeah, this is something that I feel like it was added that wasn't necessary. And you're not going to see your character. It's going to be first yeah. person. So it's I like... mean, it's not like Conan Exiles where you start out, you know, in your birthday suit in the middle of the desert. Oh yeah, yeah. All your little bits bouncing around. That's. Anyone play that? <laughs> that's gonna be funny. I think that uh, 
don't know, Cyberpunk. I mean, um, CD Projekt Red is doing some interesting things. It's just, I read that it was just like, hmm, okay. I think that I think that it caused the entire gaming community to do a double take because nobody was expecting it. Oh yeah, I sent that to like, I, like sent it to you guys like on Twitch and we were like, Jason's reaction was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, what? W U H or W U T? We don't even get the the, the full proper spelling. <laughs> yeah, like what? What? Like huh? <laughs> sent that to Jen. I sent that to Jen. She's like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and I sent her what? Well, the only way that I'm gonna, that I'm really gonna appreciate it is if you just go constantly large with it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great let's play, it's by the like, way. It's just like I've got, I've got, you know, why do your why do your pants have three legs? <laughs> oh my gosh, that'd be a great let's play too. <laughs> are, are a, are, is that two soccer balls inside of your jeans? What? Oh boy! <laughs> why do you constantly wear? Why do you constantly wear sweatpants? I well, have I have to. Cyberpunk and the Legend of the Oversized PS. Oh my gosh! Oh my God. <laughs> Let's see if there's any other news while we're doing this. Yeah, well, we're on Cyberpunk, so what do you guys think the uh, Night City Wire is? Night City Wire. Yeah, you linked it. It's a. Uh... It's the news broadcast coming into Oh, yeah, that's, like you said, it was like, oh, wow, it's, it's going to be good. It's in June, right? Yeah. yeah so, it's going to be cool because we finally get to see more about the game. So, the fact that it's on track to still come out in September, I'm ready for it. I'm so waiting on dying, like. Oh, if it ever comes, you know, at this point. <laughs> like, that's the, that's really the only game that I'm super pumped. Like, I like, I'm pumped for Cyberpunk to get me wrong, but, like. I was looking forward to Dying Light 2 forever. Mm. I just needed to be in my life. You were looking forward to that when they released the uh, the the extra DLC. Yep. You're like, I don't want DLC. I want number two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want a continuation of the story. Damn it. Let's see what happens next time. What do you think, Stone? Are you excited for a Cyberpunk news uh, fairly soon? Actually. I think I'm excited for Cyberpunk. I haven't got it pre-ordered or anything, um, and. I'm sure I will play the hell out of it. Um, I'm really... Right now, I'm just kind of like... In that Ghost of Tsushima mindset. Like, I'm really kind of pumped for that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm also excited for uh, Last of Us Part 2, because the first one was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the problem, is like I'm trying to temper myself a little bit, because, you know, it's it's hard to improve upon something. It's that there's a lot of ways to fuck it up. I think that's what the yeah. problem is with The Last of Us Part Two right now. You know, just mm-hmm. the fact that people are like, based off what they've read, it's like people are gonna be super upset. You know, and like that's the problem though. If it's an early build, I don't know. I don't know. That's all I can say. Is that I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like a marketer or anything like that. Didn't see any behind the scenes kind of thing. Like, I am right there with you. That's why I said, like, it needs to be up for game of the year. To be good. To be successful. To me, at least. Because, like, when we look at the list, it's like... We said, like, what's our game of the year already? But it's like... mm, Outside of Animal Crossing, nothing... And Persona, maybe. Nothing's really hitting for game of the year. You know, I think I think I think Animal Crossing is a pretty pretty big point if uh, 
trying to get to the game of the year because it's just massively appealing more so than most games. Yeah. We like said we like Final Fantasy, of course, but just like, is it really game of the year candidate? I mean, I don't think so. As much as I love this game. I, I know because you you had that remake, <laughs> remaster thing for you. But I don't know. Uh, but like I said, last of it, like how, how well does it have to do for you, Stone? It's like uh, I'm pretty sure it needs to blow blow your socks off because of all the controversy and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has a. I think there's more like it's more likely to be good than it is to not be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has more, you know, reasons to be a good game than not to be a good game. All right. Uh, but I think we're also just gonna have to wait and see on it. Mm. Um, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, but hopefully, you know, good things happen. So. Yeah. I mean, because, like, it is a revenge story. So, let's see what happens. <laughs> it's just like a, the Batman game, and this is how the Batman died. I'm like, oh, really? Thanks for telling me that at the very beginning of the game. <laughs> Not a spoiler. Not a spoiler, and I have never played the game. I just remember the E3 trailer. <laughs> but, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so Cyberpunk is going to be fun. All right, Cub, you're getting Cyberpunk? I believe so, yes. Good. <laughs> you believe so? I mean, I, well, I don't actually know if I'm going to be buying the game. <laughs> He'll be playing it. He just doesn't be buying it. Okay. Another real good PlayStation share, bro. Yeah, that, that's my big question. Stone, are you buying it or PlayStation? Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's, my, he's my, ga- my 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 gaming sugar daddy. Like I said, PlayStation PlayStation Share is amazing. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised it's not Luke and Jason that do it together. You know, <laughs> they just have to go to each other's consoles and be like, "I'm downloading this." <laughs> I mean, there's several times where we have done that. Yeah. <laughs> or like one of us would buy a game and then just be like, "I'm just I'm gonna I'm, gonna, I'm playing on your game." It's like, no, okay. <laughs> that's where good friends come in you know <laughs> right yeah like no point oh you no, playing it once, cool once they move out there on separate houses that they'll uh they'll kick me off of the share and then they'll be like hey look he actually <laughs> bought a game so <laughs> right yeah <laughs> they'll be partying at each other's houses like yo party at your house party at mine <laughs> so silly um let's see like I said, there was not much on the news docket this week. It was like, yeah. Uh, I mean, we could either talk about the soundtrack controversy, or we could talk about... Uh, I'm just talking about... Stuff. We're talking about EA. Screw it. We're going to talk, right. talk about EA first. Uh, May the 4th came out. I don't know if anybody watched Star Wars. I'm pretty sure Jen was excited about it. She posted all about it. Um, They came up with Fallen Order DLC. That wasn't really worth my time. Huh. <laughs> Did you see that too, Stone? Yeah, no, no, I saw it. It's, uh, it's like a skin, right? Like the, the the Inquisitor outfit, and then other than that, it was just uh, a combat challenge. It's like um, yeah, you create your own combat challenges and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I guess. I'm like DLC, maybe like story DLC. <laughs> 
I told my friend that I told Jacob that like, oh, bro, they came up with DLC. They did this and they did that. I'm like, but no story whatsoever. He's like, you almost had me download it for a second. <laughs> oh, we can't have that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, ugh. I like has anybody besides me in Stone play Fallen Order? No, I haven't. <sighs> like I said, like the game was all right. It's, I mean, it was fun, but I don't know. <laughs> I feel like there should be more. Yeah. Ugh. Well, uh, that was like, uh, did y'all see the, the the DLC? It wasn't even DLC. It was just where they finally found something in a in Battlefront Two that had been in since since the map launched, and apparently you had to like run across the map, activate some things, and the whole thing was uh. By the time you were done with it, you got to go in the room where Ray found uh, Luke's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then once you do it, you get to see... Uh, it was satisfying because there was this big painting of like all of the developers and all the people who worked on the game. And I thought that was cool, but you also got a Ray skin, you know? Huh. So a lot of people really like that because, you know, in a game where you get to actively play as the Jedi, uh, you know, the new skin was nice. Especially when the game released, how hard it was after you got your first uh, Darth Vader or your first Sith, good guy or bad guy, that it took like 40 hours a game another one. Mm, mm, and, mm. and people were all salty about that. And that was back in the days of the Loot Crate fiasco. Uh, you know, where you had to, you had to yeah. buy the little things. And let's just say screw EA for not wanting to make Skate 4. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, Jason Deal. I mean, he, he, was, he was blunt about that shit. <laughs> he wants Skate 3 mold. What the fuck do you want? <laughs> Give him Skate 4. Like, what? He probably came in and was like, yo, we making Skate 4. Blah, blah, blah. No, we're uh, making Skate 3 mobile. What? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, his EA wrote deal uh, wrote back to Deal saying that it was wasn't looking to pursue Skate Four. To which Deal replied, "Well, have a lot of luck on Need for Speed 29. I won't be in your stupid mobile game." For real. Uh, <laughs> I, he ended it with uh, the conversation with, "I think the Skate team at EA has done themselves a big disservice by not actually trying. I don't want to be on some mobile fucking game system." I mean, unless it's like on my phone, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and other than that, it's probably still gonna suck. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, just, uh, just called him on it, and I was like, wow, you know. Why don't they want to make that? You know, I don't know. Maybe they're worried because, like, remember Skate Three when it first it came out, and nobody really knew about it. Then they re-released it with the uh, where you could stand on the board. Didn't know that. Yeah, and wait, 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 what do you mean stand on the board? It came with a board. Uh, no, that was a Tony Hawk game. I thought there was a skate one. Not to my knowledge, Tony Hawk's uh, failure was the uh, was the was the the one that came with the board. That was the last straw that broke. Oh yeah, Tony Hawk Ride. Okay, I was totally confused. Uh, yeah, no, skate skates always always been just consoled with, and never had any kind of any kind of exterior. Wow. Well, uh, well, never mind then. I'm totally confused. Uh, I have no idea. I am totally. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I love. I love the skates here. It's phenomenal, but it's yeah. Especially, especially playing in the Hall of Meat. Yeah. I like you said. Like EA just needs to make their games right, please. Like, 
Wait, speaking of which, they have the rights to the, uh, what's the name of the studio? Just lost the name of it. Who makes Mass Effect? Bioware. Bioware. They have Bioware. So it's like, this Dragon Age game better be good if it ever comes out. (laughs) Is it ever going to come out, though, is the question. Yeah, like, it should be good, right? No. But, like, like Stone, I know you're pretty much, at this point, (laughs) anti-EA. <laughs> I mean, how about we just can we just say that's why uh that's why Bioware messed up uh messed up Anthem? Like well, <laughs> they did it on purpose. Yeah. They didn't even want to make the game though, for honestly. <laughs> Every single thing was an afterthought. But uh let's see, yeah, we got we got Dragon Age four. Uh you know, people are worried about it. They've been working on it for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've even admitted that it got scrapped at one point and they started from scratch. Uh, which terrified people because that's what happened, you know, to Anthem, which was the, supposed to be the Destiny killer. And, uh, if you scrap a game and then and then just take, it, it's one thing to scrap a game, but then to scrap a game and take stuff that from the old scraps and throw it in there, you're gonna have issues. Sure. And that's what they did six times. So if they're if they did that once with a with a What's the what's four gonna be called? Did they give it a code name? They haven't gave it anything yet. Like okay, well with four, I mean, if they've already scrapped it once, what happens when they decide, yeah, this isn't working? Let's scrap again. You know, <laughs> if, if Dragon Age Four does release and it it's even remotely bad, it will be the final nail in the coffin for that for that publisher for that de- de- developer. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I like so everyone likes Bioware. Just, I don't know. Like I said, um, I think I said this on, on Twitch, but I haven't said it on here yet. Is that this smart delivery that Xbox is having coming out, they might win the generation with that. It's weird to think about. Huh? Can you elaborate? A, a smart delivery is pretty much you get the free uh, Xbox One xbox series x upgrade so like you don't have to buy the game twice so like if you buy let's say madden 21 when it comes when it comes out for xbox one and when the the series comes out you get this automatic smart up delivery upgraded graphics and everything okay so it's not just uh it's not you're just playing a 360 game on a on an x you're you're playing an x game in full 4k yeah 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 Yeah, so like no, so pretty much they're saying that they don't want you to buy the games twice. So if you buy the if you buy the disc for the Xbox One, like say Cyberpunk, it's gonna get that smart delivery uh, for the loaf when it comes out. Well, good. Yeah, so you don't have to buy the game twice. You can just pop it into the di- pop it in and play it. So it's like, hmm. But they also tried something similar to that uh, a few years back uh, when Gears. When Gears of War 4 first released, it was, if you buy this game, you will have it on PC. All you have to do is log into your gamer tag. Mm-hmm. There's no way to do that. I don't know, maybe maybe somebody could message me and tell me how to do that right, but I've looked up help on how to do it, and everything comes down to, you've got to buy the game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, that's some boo-boo. 
No, they're, like they're not doing it that way. It's like well, once you once it happens, it happens. That's why like we're saying that backwards compatibility is a thing for PlayStation Five. But wouldn't we just rather it have like a smart delivery? I don't know. Well, yeah, but I also for games that they're not gonna release if there's not a smart delivery option. I like you know the backwards compatibility is reliable. Mm-hmm. It's tried and true. You know, it's been yeah. used on many different consoles. Yeah. Uh, I do wish both, uh, speaking of backwards compatibility, I do, I do kind of want both uh, companies to come out with a list of actually what games would be backwards compatible. Yeah, like the actual list of like, yo, Lollipop Chainsaw is on there again. Yeah, like, <laughs> this game's not, this game is. Like, I'd like I'd like an actual list, because there's a bunch of PS2 games that I own that are niche games or old Atlas games. I'm just like, to play those? <laughs> I'd like to. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Bethesda, Zenimax uh, online studios and Bethesda aren't talking about it, but I'd like to know if uh, what's going to happen with uh, uh, console players playing ESO. You know, what's going to happen with their tunes and stuff? Are they just going to have to buy the game again? You know, like that—that's going to suck for them, and I—I I really hate that. I get what I'm saying. Like, I don't want. I don't want any of this to have to double dip. I would really hate to buy Ghost of Tsushima for the PS4 then. Had to buy it for the PS5, you know. Yeah. That's things to think of like that, because like these are the last two. Like if you think about it, these are the last two exclusive games for the PS4, and they come out yeah. a month apart. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> the end of an era. Oh gosh, a very long era. They don't normally last this long. Speaking of uh, eras, what do you guys think about? Which is amazing because I would, I was starting to think that it was almost over. <laughs> yeah, I thought if it was going to be a short-lived thing. Yeah. If it's a six-year, well, I mean, if, it, if it's a six-year plan, how about for the three-year anniversary we get some fucking Zelda? Books. <laughs> Dude, I, I just want to, I want to play Ocarina of Time Master Quest. Sure, huh? If they come out with that version, I will totally buy a Switch. I want Ocarina of Time Master Quest. Uh, how I about I want Majora's Mask I want Faker oh my god Majora's Mask you know I've never beaten that game oh gosh let's not talk about Majora's let's not talk, let's not talk about Majora's Mask that game haunts me oh, I love that game <laughs> the moon is creepy that game haunts me oh it's the one so Zelda game that I've restarted so many times and got to a certain point and just put the game down it's like why <sighs> it just haunts me <laughs> Translation, we're trying to get you to talk about it, and you're not. No. So good on you for sticking to your guts. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like, they, uh, I literally told you what happens every time I get to a certain point, and then something else comes out. We're like, oh, I'm done with this game right now, and never come back to it. I have the, I have the strategy guide. I have everything. I could like literally start the game up right now, but it's like, oh, no. <laughs> Does anybody miss uh, Wind Waker? I love Wind Waker. Yeah. Right. I thought it was a great, all-around, solid game. If you pre-ordered it, you got that's how you got the free copy of Ocarina of Time and Master Quest. You know, for the yeah, that GameCube. was that was the, that was the shit. I, I I had I had that disc for the GameCube, but I which just like. Well, let's say I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what the hell happened to my fucking GameCube either. Now I think about it. Yeah, me either. I don't know what happened to mine. Dang. Somebody somebody ripped out the guts and turned it into a purse. I guess like I guess I moved. But no, to go back to your Nintendo thing, um, back to the Nintendo thing, 
You wherever you're talking about Zelda. What about Metroid? Can we get that finally? Oh man. <laughs> Uh, a couple of years ago for the 3DS. <laughs> I think it's actually Metroid Prime. Not Metroid Prime, but it's like Metroid 2 Samus Returns. Yeah. No, I, think, I think the last one I played was on the GameCube. Was that Zero? Uh, Prime? The 17, uh, 2017 was the, was the uh, Samus Returns. Yeah. Uh, Mission well, Zero. Zero Mission. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the last thing uh, last one I played was. Yeah, it's not just not just Metroid Prime. I don't know. It, it was. It, I know it was the first one that dealt with like three dimensional space and a metric. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. You just described literally the. Uh, I just read the description. You just yeah, that was Prime. Yeah, it's Prime. <laughs> uh, so uh, Zero Mission was just an enhanced remake of the original Metroid. And, and then. Uh, there was the pinball game prime hunters prime three which was corruption and uh now we and then of course in 2017 they announced uh prime four would be for switch yeah i mean still well that game went back into development so maybe we'll find out sometime this year what's coming but what about another mother game (laughs) another mother yeah like mother four maybe mother three Earthbound? Don't even know what any of the mothers are. Really? Oh. And, like, I know... Jason, you played Earthbound, right? Yeah, I played Earthbound. Yeah. Stone, have you played Earthbound? I never played it, no. Oh. It is, but I never played it. Yeah, like I said, like, everyone talks about, like, Earthbound's such a great game. I'm like, really? No, it's not try it. I'm like, uh, maybe if they remake this, I'll play it. <laughs> it it's, it's just one of those things where it's, it's to end that, that was good in its time, because it was, was that 95? Okay. 96? When the fun came out? Okay. Makes sense, but it's just like, kind of like Trials. Like, I would, like, of course you can have the collection of mana right now. Mana right now, you can play through the old school, and maybe that's a different experience, you know? But, like, this new one, it's like, I feel like if you're a fan, you're going to be automatically falling in love with it. And if you're someone new, it's like, yeah, there's some cool stuff in here, but there should be more, you know? <laughs> it's one of those. But, like I said, those are, to each your own, like I said, like, if you hear this before the review goes up it's probably going to score as a potential like how well it can make a good influence over the gaming community has potential that's all i can say not and that's not bad like there's that's all i can say <laughs> it's not bad <laughs> bad would be like when it's on anthem level and like i say it's not influential whatsoever and i was never even uploaded that video <laughs> yeah yeah but anyways, this controversy... Ooh, sound, I didn't realize there was a Doom Eternal controversy. Oh, yeah. And it's it actually got way blown up, like, bigger. I, I, I know... I've, I read the full story from beginning to end, hearing from both sides. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually siding with the developers on this. Okay, so what exactly happened? Because it looks... Okay, so the shorthand is uh, Mick Gordon... Uh, is the guy who uh, who did the soundtrack for Doom 16. Then he did Doom Eternal, but the problem was 
the shorthand was he he afterwards uh there was a bunch of people saying that the audio quality was bad the the mixes on the tracks were were shoddy you know and and that's all he would say is he's like i didn't mix those you know it, they 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 took away my rights they they took away my my freedoms my creative license and he just blasted he blasted the comp, uh the the creators right id software okay and uh then id software finally shot back and said said look this is what really happened and they proved it they they actually gave reference points what happened was he asked for an extension he asked for a four-week extension when the game was only two months away from release and he didn't even have a single track yet finished so then at the six week mark he says hey just you know he chad mossholder uh was a, the lead audio engineer and he they said hey have chad work on some tracks too chad did not have the original source material he literally had to take all the in-game music that was already there and mix it from so he had to make a copy of a copy so yeah it sounded a little bit bad and uh and then uh the big thing was uh mick gordon said oh well you know i'm never gonna work with these guys again and id was like okay well i guess from now on we're gonna go a different route and work with somebody else and the whole time they were super respectful they were like telling everybody on twitter they're like this man is talented he's he's a creative type you know everything he does is good but we had a deadline we had to get the game out. Well, and like the thing is though, like you said, two weeks, uh, two months. Mm -hmm. Realize that this game got pushed back to February. Mm. So, even for still then, like you had extra time to no, do it. That, that was the first. That was why they pushed it back. He asked for an extension on the on the, on the creation. So you mean to tell me that this game like could have like probably affected I'm just playing with this with me right now affected Stadia's launch game because they said it was going to be on Stadia because a musician said I need the extra time <laughs> I mean I'm not saying those exact words but I'm not, not saying those exact words uh, I actually didn't even make that connection there, bro. my mind just went uh, yeah so extension two weeks after that extent that deadline still didn't produce anything and then they were just like look we got to get something so they took the tracks that uh they took the tracks that mick had they took the tracks that chad had made and they were like boom soundtrack oh my gosh half of it sounds like shit and chad Mossholder is 100 percent to blame but only because look if you as a if you are making a something and you are giving quality material, you are going to make a quality item. If you are given subpar material, you are going to make a subpar item. Chad had the has the skill and the abilities to do stuff, but he did not have access to the source material, so everything sounded off. And it's not his fault, you know. It's like uh, it's like saying has ever messed with mixing audios or overlapping stuff. If you take a song from a CD, that sounds great. Mm -hmm. If you take a copy that you ripped off YouTube, bro, 
we got issues. Mm-hmm. That's like telling Jason and Stone to do like a 24-hour stream of a game that they've never played before, and they want them to grab everything in one playthrough. It's like, huh? <laughs> yeah. How are you going to 100% that shit? You, can't, you don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Stone's like, I, mean, I need sleep and I need beer. Jason's I mean, like, I need Matt beer. Matt is the lead audio engineer. He is not um, the musical composer. His literal title means he is in charge of everything. If you can hear it with your ears, boy, that boy is in charge of it. Yeah. I just, I just, I just think it's weird. I just, like, the fact that that game was supposed to come out in, like, October last year, and then it got pushed back to February, it's like, hmm, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, okay, so that big of a gap, I actually don't think the two are correlated. I think... I, <laughs> but the thing is, though, like you said, he asked for an extension, I'm like, well... Yeah, he asked for an I, I'm guessing he asked for an extension in, like, end of December, early January. But the same time is, though, it's like, they've already pushed the game back, or, so... You should be working on it now. Yeah, but another big thing that uh, I do, I will side with Gordon on this. Creative types don't work under deadlines. You know, that's not how they function. That's not how they, they operate. They, they're, they're not wired that way. So he he's just like, I need to be able to do my job. And when it's done, it's done. You know, you'll be happy with it. But from the developer's point of view, they're like, but we've already set this in motion. Yeah, because, like, I'm going to take the side of that because it's, like, in journalism or whatever, like, writing a book or whatnot, it's, like, you have to meet that deadline. Like, you can't, like, wait. Like, if you say that the game is coming out February 15th or something like that, then they've already said that to to Sony, to Xbox, to PC, to all these other places that the game is scheduled to come out this day. Where it it's like he's a grown-ass man. Yeah. He made a commitment to be yeah. done a yeah, certain for real. time, and he didn't fucking do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're saying, like, you didn't do it, and at the same time, like, like bro, like, get with, get your shit together. Like, I don't like saying right. stuff like that, you but, like... You can be creative all you want. You're going to create your ass in yeah. employment line. You can't get your fucking job done. Yeah, it's like, bro, like, uh, like, we've already said that it's going to be done. Like, everybody else is almost done doing what they need to do. Get on this. What? Reread the article. So uh, Chad Mossholder actually didn't. The source material he had was from Doom two six or twenty sixteen. Yep. Mm-hmm. He didn't have any Doom Eternal source. Yeah. So wow, that he really had some. That dude had a major handicap on his place. Yeah. Yeah. So like for someone like you said, creative mindset, it's like uh, okay, let's get busy. <laughs> yeah. You gotta create a creative mindset your ass that was getting the job done. Exactly, because like, at, like, I grant McGordon is a great engineer, but that could hurt him in so many ways. Based up an article like that, just think about like a big game that would need like sounds coming out that like sounds like Poppy or something, and there he brings that to him. You think Nintendo's gonna put up with that? No. Nah. You think Sony's gonna put up with that? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> You think Square? You think Square is gonna put up with that? Hell no! They'll blacklist your ass. Square will be like, look, we just put out an amazing soundtrack in seven. Keep up that level. No deadlines. Just 
get it done. I don't know. Like, it's just weird that. I mean, that was a rhetorical. So, uh, um, yeah, you do game reviews. And if you ever got to do a game review of a game that hasn't released, and they say they want they want this to release, the review to release the day before the game drops to help get hype mm-hmm. up, right? Mm-hmm. And then you release it three days after the game comes out, that shot your credibility. Mm. Well, it depends on the reviewer. Because, like, I know who is it. Oh, gosh, the completionist, he releases his, like, two weeks after the game comes out and still does well. It all depends on who it is, you know? Yeah, but I'm just saying, if the if the developer told you, we want this mm-hmm. review done before. Oh, yeah. Well, that brings us back to, like, IGN. Like, when they had that whole fiasco with uh, Philip Mewson, that the fact that he actually not only didn't meet his deadline... But he also plagiarized his review. It's like, huh? You get access you get access to these games faster than anybody else. Why are you plagiarizing? What's taking How you so long? Because uh, Boomstick Gaming uh, had already put their review up when they weren't supposed to. And he pretty much just copied that. Dang. Yeah, like, copied it, and then, like, IGN was like, uh, no. But, like, that's even a different source of material, too, because they realized that, not that he only copied, uh, plagiarized that, but he plagiarized from his own peers at IGN as well, like, in other articles that he did. So, they can't just ask. Oh, yeah, like, I would, too, like, that's the one thing. I don't know. It's like, me, it's like, wait, I can hear a review? And like see what they're saying, and but like once I play it myself, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can say it myself because I realize it, you know, that kind of thing. But it's not like I'm going to say like look at a review and go like copy that word or copy what they're saying because that's rude and that's weird. Unless an English major, that's something you don't do. Like, like I'm like I didn't go to the journalism, but it is connected in a way because I did work on articles and stuff like that so I do know you don't do stuff like that you know <laughs> like people work their hearts off to do stuff and like back, back to Mick Gordon and even Philip Mason is like you have opportunities that people dream of doing <laughs> just do it <laughs> yeah it's just people taking, taking what, whatever they do granted that they've done it so they don't see that it's actually Something that most people would, would really want to actually mm-hmm. do. I mean, heck, even that, uh, I actually to this day, Jason, that Achievement Hunter video that you showed me just sums it up how much they actually care about their work. Oh, yeah. The like, stuff like that really just shows you, like, yeah. And, like, I actually played that, like, every other week or so now. Just a reminder. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just something you gotta, you gotta appreciate what you do. Yeah. I wonder what you got what got you there yeah like you said uh we got anything to add with that stone <laughs> well i mean you know it's it's you know that saying if you love what you do you don't you know you won't never work a day in your life it's you should like what you do you should like your life you know if you hate your life change it yeah <laughs> so, just fucking do your, do your work do your job yeah what you dreamed of doing yeah and like you said like that review thing though like cub to be honest with you 
I would have the game beaten by maybe like three days ahead of time, review done like the next day, and just waiting to go live on YouTube. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, like, oh. Bad example. Of it. <laughs> yeah. Was it the other day when you, or was it today or the other day when you asked me, hey, have you played this game? And I go, nope. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like oh yeah, it's like uh, then and then that it'll be the fact that I still can't talk about it until that embargo lifts. It's like oh yeah, cool. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got to talk to Stone and Jason after this. Yeah, but anyways, um, let's see. You guys got anything else said? We did kill the docket. No. <laughs> like I said, um. UFC's tonight. They are actually going ahead with it. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Did you guys hear that Jacare tested positive for COVID-19? No, I didn't. Yeah, he tested what? positive, so that match is uh, scrapped tonight. That fight is scrapped. Damn. So, with that being said, it's like, why even do it then? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> why, why even do it? Yeah. yeah that's... That's the card match, right? Yeah, that's a card match. He's on the card. It got scrapped. So who's your, so who's your, who's replacing with the card? I think it's like an early prelims moving up. Uh, okay. They're just gonna move that. I mean, like the like the card is stacked, but it's just like, is it really necessary? Who's the main know. event? Uh, Gagey and Ferguson. Oh, that that should be a good fight. Yeah, it should be a good fight. Uh, fight, but it's just like. <laughs> time any of us have ever talked about outside of the podcast i've talked with anybody about a good fight and then i go watch it's a like first round knockout yeah and I I, those. They're usually the like the the undercards are always way better the thing is though i'd rather there be faster knockouts because like if there's like five on the prelims and then like six on the main card i just wanted to go fast like screw this like it's yeah, like but then, but then there's also that that cross of like 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 um, uh, who did Ronda Rousey play with? Play that their fight that one night. Play with. She basically played with her. She arm barred her in like the first fourteen seconds, and it was over. Yeah, I mean, but, like that stuff happens. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like the problem. It's, such a, it's just such a letdown. It's when you're like they hype up, you know, a main event so hard, and then it just it's just useless. Well, I I think my problem is not problem is that advertisements. You know, like the UFC yeah. likes to advertise so much. So if it's a fast knockout or so, they will they will advertise something for like the next thirty minutes until the next one starts. I'm like, really? Like, <laughs> now I'm just give you that. That's a that's the pain. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like this should have been over two hours ago. It's now twelve o'clock at night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dude. <laughs> then like if you're at B Dubs, you gotta drop home and. That kind of stuff. Check out. <laughs> right. I don't know. Like I said, I... Like, I didn't check out during the fight. <laughs> seriously, like... Because some fights, like, I'll watch and others I'll, like, just talk to my friends because it's, like... It's I'm all this... By the way. I'm a sucker for watching feather, featherweight fights because those fuckers fight hard. They do. Featherweights Fe- are crazy. Featherweights just fight till they're burned. Heavyweights, we're like we're waiting for the knockout, but most nine times out of ten doesn't happen. Yeah, and it's basically a boxing match. There's not very very few heavyweights can ever go to the ground. Even light heavyweights don't go to the ground very often. I mean, the only person that does is DC, but that's it. Yeah. 
but I do kind of want to see uh, Half Thor fighting in the end. Oh gosh, <laughs> Jesus! Oh, he did. Yeah. He I just broke the Chuck... world record, and I, I'm excited to see him. Yeah, I do miss watching Chuck Liddell though. That was uh, back in the day. And we're not a sports podcast, but we like to talk about sports. <laughs> we can throw hey, that a little. We talk about wrestling every every week with Julius <laughs> here. We can first have a freaking UFC. Oh my gosh! Uh, speaking of wrestling, like just a movie that I watched last night. I did finally watch that fighting with my family. That was actually really good. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah, like the pe- like Caitlin and her mom didn't know how it was going to play out, but like for me that didn't know Paige's story until she came on the WWE was like, oh, this is how she got it? Cool. <laughs> I actually got to give props to, I think, uh, what's her face? She played Cersei. Yeah. You know, she did a great job as the mom because I watched the, uh, I when I, I rented that movie, I, I rented this so I got to watch the extras. And, and I, I don't know what they did, but I would swear that, that you know, she spent time with, with uh, Paige's a- actual mom to get to know her. Mm. You know, it's crazy that uh, her, like, we're talking about Game of Thrones really fast. The girl that plays Cersei and uh, Tyrion's best friend. Did you know that they were not allowed to be on set together? Because they were in the they were in a relationship that ended so badly that they couldn't be around each other. Oh, so it, it's not that they could that like they couldn't by like some con- they just didn't want to be around each other. It was a, it was in their contract though. Crazy. Yeah, they put it in their contract. So like I think it was like in the la- the season beforehand, like where they're all meeting for the first time, like everyone, and he like goes up to a uh, freaking Robert. Baratheon son and said let's go have a beer or something while these folks talk is because they couldn't be on the scene together they couldn't be on the same set together I'm like dang <laughs> I, it's kind of, that's kind of the same thing as in like Fate of the Furious between uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson and uh, Vin Diesel they they were never in a single scene together really same way because they just they just they couldn't they couldn't do it okay that's weird but Hey, that movie's going to be coming out next year, and that is weird. Yeah, Fast 9 is coming out next year, and I don't know how I feel about that. I thought it was going to be another uh, Hobbs and Shaw, like, part two, and then when I found it, it was a continuation of the actual, you know, uh, period. But the thing is, though, does he not... Vin Diesel doesn't have a problem with Dwayne Johnson, does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they don't like each other. Wait, what? Then why did you yeah. do a movie? They're like four movies together. Yeah, like well, it happened on on Fast Eight. Like they just they butted heads so hard that like they like as soon as they started shooting Fast Eight, they were not they wouldn't even be in the same scene together, the same studio. They wouldn't be anywhere near each other. Like look into it. It's they fucking hate each other. Good gosh. Oh, I knew Tyrese and Dwayne Johnson didn't like each other because they were trying to break up. The whole thing, you know, they broke up because of the Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, but, no, that's no, yeah, that that that's why that's why the Rock's not in Fast Nine. Mm. It's because it's because he won't work with Vin Diesel. So not because of Tyrese. Not because of not because of Tyrese. Okay, gotcha. No, it's not just because it's not because Tyrese and the Rock ne- never got along for that reason too, for a different reason. But no, it was there's a whole other beef between Vin Diesel and and Dwayne Johnson. Mm. So I got a question. Can th- this movie is so so full of it? Can 
can you guys smell that salt? Because I can't. <laughs> that, that is some heavy shit right well, there. Well, the thing is, though, like, we're talking about John Cena. Uh, I, I made this comment yesterday, and I wish Jen was on the podcast today. It feels like John Cena is trying to chase the ghost of Dwayne Johnson. A little yeah. bit, but, I mean, I still think the best movie he was ever in was still uh, Trainwreck. Oh, gosh. It was so great. It was yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Was it a train wreck? It was a train wreck. Train wreck is about this this girl who uh, who her life's a train wreck, and I I can't remember if she was dating or just sleeping with John Cena, but basically there's one point where John Cena's manhood is very very you're very aware of it in a, behind a towel, mm-hmm. and it just cracked me up because that's the only memorable moment because it was so like dumb. It's like why was that necessary? But at the same time. Thank you for putting that that comedic relief in there. Yeah, it was it was it was a funny movie. I gotta admit, and like seeing LeBron in it was like, wait, LeBron's in this movie? What? Right. And like said, so like I was called yesterday or a couple of days ago, like I'm a LeBron fan. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm not a LeBron fan. I feel like I've defended LeBron a lot recently, but I'm not a fan. You know, <laughs> like. I gotta give credit where credit's due. <laughs> was you the one that passed away in the helicopter, right? No. Kobe. That was Kobe. Kobe. I had to say that, uh, by the way, uh, I haven't said it here either, but that The Last Dance uh, documentary is probably one of the best documentaries ever seen so far. A lot it's of good. The, Bull, the Bulls one, right? Yeah, it's really good. Like George the no- there and the Bulls? Yeah, the 90s. Like, it's probably one of the best I've ever seen. Like, I'm feeling like I'm learning a lot, like, education-wise about the Bulls. Because, like, of course, like, we were growing up during that time, but we didn't really comprehend what was going on, you know? Yeah, no, I get, I get that. Yeah, so, but all the way from that to the music that they play in that, it's just a really good documentary. Like, I suggest everyone to watch it. It's really good. Like, I don't know. I'll check it out. Um, like I'll I said, yeah, um... There's a lot that I didn't know. Which is like, oh wow, dang! Like, they could have kept the they could have kept winning titles if the freaking GM didn't want to break up the team. It's like you were already winning titles, but you wanted to break it up, you know. And the fact that Michael Jordan said, like, look, if I'm not coach, or like, if Phil Jackson is my coach, I'm not playing for the Bulls again. I'm like, dang. <laughs> yeah, it, it was so crazy whenever you had the. Uh... Like, like the 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 amount of pressure that, that that man just by himself put on the NBA in the nineties was insane. Yeah, and like we were talking, like, like when he like, like when he left and just you could just tell like that the over like 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 the curve dropped pretty hard once he left. Yeah, and what's funny is that um, not funny in a sense, but it's like when you watch that documentary and they show uh, Kobe like because in that documentary it's like. Dang, this guy's gone now. I, it's kind of sad. It's like a reminder. Yeah. It's like, dang, David Stern, the GM, like the owner of the NBA, passed away months prior to that, and he's no longer here. It's like, dang. Everything that they're putting into it's like, dang, it's a reminder, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It's like, dang, like I would, like I forgot, like I was starting to live with it, but like you just threw this guy's face in me. It's like, dang. Yep, yep, yep. What's it like? It like dang, like well, dang, like, 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 like dang, like dang. Okay, <laughs> you're still here. 
Never forgotten. Rest in peace. Uh, so, is there anything else you guys want to add before we wrap it up? No. Cool, cool, cool. Like I said, there wasn't much to talk about this week. Uh, recommend a game. You only have to do one now. So. <laughs> Don't start right once, guys. Try to choose a good one. It's a little hard to find nowadays, but Persona 2. Persona 2? Real hard to find nowadays, but it's fucking good. What's so good about 2? The story in it, story in it's nice, and then the actual uh, access to like the like how Joker can switch all of his personas and stuff mm-hmm. wasn't really around yet. You basically had to defeat the uh, the actual shadows and then like absorb them into yourself. It was it's a lot darker of a take on the whole uh, psychology philosophy. Mm. So it's okay. just it's it's just, and, and it's just it's just they need to go ahead and come out with that Shin Megami Tensei game. They've announced it and it's never came out since then. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what what Alice is doing nowadays. Mm. That was supposed to be a Switch exclusive, too, so... Hmm. Who knows? Well, yeah. Cove, what you got for us, bro? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to recommend uh, Unreal Tournament. The uh, It's on Epic Games. It's fast-paced. It's got a very Doom-esque feel in the, in the combat. It's all multiplayer, no story, just, and it's free. Okay. So, what you got for us, bro? Prince of Persia, the Santa Time. <laughs> it's an oldie, a goodie. Maybe nostalgic to want to play it today. We're talking about it. Oh, gosh. You don't get a choice. Oh, gosh. That's fine. Game that's uh, been thinking about playing just because like, I have a little bit of time, of course. Dragon Quest Eleven. Yeah. 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 It's out. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. It's we were talking yeah. about. We were talking about Mother, which its combat system actually took a lot of inspiration from the original Dragon Quest on the Famicom. Yep. So, it's cool that you would recommend another Dragon Quest game. Of course. Sure. I didn't know there were 11 of them, but damn. Yeah, no, 11, <laughs> like, is... deep there, Cub. Famicom, what up? Yeah. Shout out to the Famicom. Yeah. Don't, don't judge me. Yeah, Dragon Quest... I can read a Wikipedia page. Dragon Quest XI is actually considered the best Dragon Quest, even though that's a lot of that's a lot of fans saying that. It's like, huh, wait, eight was great, seven was great. What are you talking about? So it's like, hmm. okay, <laughs> well, guys, this has been uh, episode seventy of Away Gaming. If please leave a review if you feel like it. Continue to stay safe during this as everything's lifting, and like I said, reviews are coming. It feel like there wasn't much to talk about, but I hope this helps you during the time. And like I said, this is all of us. We'll see you next week. Stay safe, guys. Bye. Bye, guys.